0: gentlemen welcome back to another episode of don't sleep on the couch podcast i go by cash aka exec p one half of the dsc my man mr prez couldn't be here this week but is is he's safe and sound it's for a good reason got into some things as far as at the atlanta airport active shooter so thankfully and, and prayerfully he's all right he's on his way back home to orlando so everything is all good everything is great and especially in light of what's been happening Out there as far as just in the area and and what we cover as far as hip hop, you know, rest in peace to young Dolph and and things like that. You know, things could change at a blink of an eye. And and I understand that. So he'll be back next week or the week after just kind of shaking that off and, and getting his his thing back together with his family. So but that that's where we at with that. But today, but today we have. A very dope lyricist. And that's, that's all, we, all we bring on the podcast. That's all we bring on the podcast. But today is extra special. It's extra special. I found out about this guy from Big Ghost. I follow Big Ghost, Conway, and all the different projects that Big Ghost has had in the past. I rock with, right? But this time, a guy came on and, and some of his very first words was talking about being from Quincy Street. And if y'all don't know, I'm from Brooklyn, Hardly home, but I'm always repping. But when I heard that, I don't hear that block a lot mentioned. So when I heard that, I definitely tapped in. And if you're wondering who's on the pod this week for episode 135, without further ado, said he came.
1: Kane. Yes, sir, this is good, man. How you doing, oh, man? Gosh, man? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me, man. That was a beautiful intro, bro. Whoa. Hey, no doubt, man. How, how's the
0: love been so far, man?
1: It's been dope, man. It's been dope, man. You know, I've been on this grind for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So it feel good for the love to be reciprocated, man. It's still a lot to take in. You know, every day when I wake up and I wake up the new alerts and people want to buy merch and all of that stuff. It's just an incredible feeling, man. An incredible feeling. I really can't explain it, man.
0: Hey, man, toast, toast to you. I know it's, it's 11 or something like that on That's your end. That's a fact. But- It's drinking hours over (laughs) here, man. So definitely toast to you and your future success, man.
1: I will definitely toast later. Yeah. I appreciate that, bro.
0: For sure. So I told people a little bit about where you from, but can you give them a little bit more of an introduction? Cause I know you much more than just being from Brooklyn and, and how you got your start. And you've have a couple mixtapes, a couple projects out there. So let the people know who you are before we get into the interview portion of this thing.
1: Yeah, no doubt, man. Uh, so eddie came man long story short i was born and raised in bad stuy brooklyn I was one of those kids man i was one of those ones that was outside watching everything that the older cats was doing you know what i'm saying and by the time i was old enough to do so i learned my lessons out there and i've been doing this music thing since a young young boy you know what i'm saying and i just stuck with it you know by the graces of the gods you know and i just stuck with it and um Everything is all coming together, man. I just been I just been working hard my whole life, man. And I kind of felt like this was always the plan, you know, to just put on and tell my story. And I'm in a position right now to where everything is clicking. And, and, and the most unbelievable feeling about it is it's nothing fabricated, man. I'm just telling people my story of a young kid growing up in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, just showing them. I mean, just letting people just, just just, trying to paint a beautiful picture of everything I saw, the good, the bad, and the uglies of being raised on Quincy Street and running through these Brooklyn blocks, man. That's me in, in, as, that's me in a nutshell, man, for sure. For sure, man.
0: But you did leave out some, some musical roots, man. Pops was a DJ. Mom sung in a oh, choir. Oh, for sure. Oh, for Ha-ha- sure. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah, yeah, us a little yeah. bit about that we could coming get to up.
1: That. We could get to that. Yeah, so uh, that's that's in the household, you know what I'm saying? As far as home, you know what I'm saying? I was I was raised in a, a crazy musical household, man. Um, my mom was in the choir. My mom had me in church every Sunday. She had me in the choir at one point in my li- in my life. You know, I used to really watch her just sing and harmonize all day. She did it in front of the... I watched her do it in front of the congregation. I watched her do it in front of us at home. So that's what I feel kind of gave me my, you know what I mean? My, my push to always want to be on stage. And my pops, man, my pops was just Super gritty, man. My pops did any block party, man. Any party in the hood, you know what I'm saying? It didn't matter. My pops was real popular for just bringing his speakers outside and just going crazy. And if he had a gig, he did it. And um, I used to be going through his records. He used to, I used to want to, you know what I mean? I always used to want to scratch, because that's the shit I used to see. But he he really, you know what I mean, taught me the ropes and was, was, was was. I forgot the damn name of the. He was showing me everything, all of the machines and all that back in the day. But that's Pop Dukes. Then I had a sister. Now, my sister was in the room. She was listening to the, the, the vibes, the brandies, the, you know what I'm saying? All of yeah, that, Monica, that, shit, all that. Yeah, Monica's and all All of that type of shit. That's where I kind of feel like I got my harmonizing and all that from. Then we got my older bro. He's in the room. I was in the room with him. We had the bunk joints. You know what I'm saying? Capone and Noriega. Mog D. The whole Queensbridge shit and all that. My bro was on it heavy. You know what I'm saying? So, I was just young running from room to room and every room I go into is just vibes. It's just good music. And that's all, that's what really kept us together. You know what I'm saying? When it was quiet in the house, it was boring. It had to be music. It had to be vibes and that's what kept the spirit up. You know what I'm saying? So being raised around that, it's like, you know what I mean? You really have no choice but to tap in at some point. That, well, that's crazy, man. I
0: feel like we, we lived the same type of childhood, man. Right Right down the block. <laughs> From you, same thing was happening. Sure. My pops were, yeah, he don't care how loud his his music is. We in that little tiny house, you know, uh, right right by Mount Calvary, and and it's just everything, man. Everything is going and same thing. DJ and I'm he sure did whatever he needed to do. Slang CDs. Heard the
1: music bumping. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably have mm-hmm. walked by a few times. Oh, I know it. Our fathers probably know each other and everything, man. Probably. Bro. What was what was I his DJ? See, what, what was his the DJ name, in, bro? Yeah, small world. Uh, it was DJ. Yeah, it was DJ Du. DJ Dumas. He used to DJ with uh with DJ Clyde. If you remember when MTO when they was running around, uh, they was DJing in the hood and stuff. He was uh, DJing with him, but um, he had different different joints all through. He always used to switch up. But we I'm, I'm gonna find out from him what his. I know it was DJ Dumas at some point, you know, because he was uh you know he's a five percenter. But I'm going to find out what he was going by when he was... You know, I was a young boy, but I'm going to find out for sure. Because I know I know it. it's too close. Too close.
0: For sure, yeah. My pops did it from Coney Island. Then they moved to the side. And then he kind of kept it going and then gave it up. He just... You know, he was just enjoying himself the other day. I saw him on a, a, a reel doing doing some uh, mixing. And he was rapping. It was crazy, man. <laughs> oh, but he's still on it. He still love it, man. He still love it. He's still DJing from time to time. So, So... The musical thing, I, I, can, mm-hmm. I can identify. The it's, passion it's never blood. die. It don't.
1: It yeah, don't. Sure. Who says it has mm-hmm.
0: to? Who says it has to? Right. You know what I mean. Age. Right. People try to put age on on things. You know what I am saying. But it, it is what it is. But yeah, man, it, it's crazy how that that comes together, man. With just you know the pops and and the influences at home determining what you do, yeah, man. in the future. But but that's not for all, sure. man. I, I heard you had some 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 hooping some hooping background there, man.
1: <laughs> for sure, man. I was hooping hard. That was uh because of the older bro. Once again, you know what I'm saying. He was um playing ball. He played for Boys and Girls High School. You know what I'm saying. And um he was playing, running around in all of these basketball hood tournaments. Had me playing in Brownsville as a little kid. Had me playing in all of these different areas. You know what I'm saying in Brooklyn. And um yeah, I can kind of say that was also like a natural, uh, natural love that I just instantly grew. Just Being in a room with him and, you know, he used to just study basketball tapes hard, man. But, yeah, I I did the same. And I played in high school, made the uh, All-Star game, made the All-Star team for the league there, played in junior high. And uh, uh, I went to Paul Robeson High School and that's where I kind of, it kind of got a little rocky for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I went there to play and... um, my year it wasn't going so good i kind of got caught up in the streets at the same time you know uh moms and pop split when i was a teen and in the midst of that you know i got kind of got caught up kind of got caught up in the streets and all of that and um i was doing music simultaneously i was in the streets and i was still trying to play ball so that's what i was juggling at that time and I was supposed to get a safety. First of all, my whole junior year, I didn't go. I didn't even go to school. I was on the block. So when I came back to Robeson, this is when I didn't know. I was so dumb and naive. I didn't know, like, every class you had to pay back. Like, you know what I'm saying? You had to give them credits back. You know what I'm saying? So when I got there, I kind of came back and had to do my 11th grade year again. So the coach there, you know, Larry Major, he was coming back because he took some time off and he... uh he was coming back to the team or whatever. And he wanted to take a couple of guys and transfer to uh, another high school, Acorn and stuff. So it was me and a couple of other cats. And this is what I basically considered to be, you know, my last run at the time. I was really giving it my last push, like, all right, maybe basketball is it. And I was getting my safety transfer and everything was all good. My coach got into some legal issues And uh, rest in peace, Larry Major, he ended up committing suicide. You know what I'm saying? In the midst of all of this. So I dropped the back out. I dropped out of school again. I was like, fuck that. Like, it wasn't meant. It wasn't meant, you know? And I had in my mind that I was going to stick to the music at that time. Now, Pops left. I'm doing what I do to hold moms down and make sure moms are straight in the crib. I'm feeling like shit, bro. I'm feeling like shit. Like, yo, nah, man. Like, my moms used to see me come in the crib with hundreds and 90s and 80s, man. Like, I could do this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I gave it another shot. I went to Pacific High School, alternative high school. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I got to at least get my high school diploma for moms. You know what I'm saying? My older bro went to college. My sis did it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I got to at least get my high school diploma. So while I was there, it's funny that I was going there and my mom was so trapped up on, like, you know what I mean, caught up on music in the streets and shit that I really just wanted to stick to music. But through Brooklyn, when the team was ready. When I came there, the coach, uh, the, yo, he made me try out in Thames. I tried out <laughs> in Tim's. Yeah, he made me play one of the dudes on the team in Thames. Like, the first week I got there, they already, you know what I mean, knew me for basketball, so, you know... I played, you know, and I only had to stay there for a half a year. That's how good I was in Robeson before I dropped out. It wasn't that bad. I could have did it, but I was just so fucked up on Major just, you know, taking his, you know, that situation. I was just like, I don't want to be back around the schools. So I just went there for my half year and I played and I uh, made the all-star team for the alternative league and all of that shit. I was done. I didn't even go to that game. I was on the block and stuff, but I got my diploma for mama love and, um, that was basically it with, the, with you know what I mean, with my life at that point, you know? And everything went the way it was supposed to go because after that point, me and mom Duke sat down, we had a good talk, and she asked me, like, you want to go to college? I told her no. She was like, well, you got to make some change. You got to do what you got to do. And I'm, I'm not, you know what I mean, all the way out there. I knew it was other ways I could, you know what I mean, finagle some change, so... Right. I was in the streets, I had a 9 to 5, and I was putting that pen to work with hopes of just making something happen. And I just never stopped. My mom was my biggest supporter, you know what I'm saying? And 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 everything just took off, man. Everything just took off. Word. For sure. I mean, that that's
0: a lot to go through as a teenager. Now, you took me through several different questions that popped in my head, but like that's a lot to go through as a yeah, teenager man. when your parents are together. For majority of your life. You got the hooping going on. Coach takes his life. Not not a lot makes sense to you at the time.
1: Yeah, man. It's it's a lot more too, but that, just that alone, it is crazy, man. It's crazy, you know, having that having that big family picture. And and one of the things that I really don't talk about that I always think and was like, shit. Like, you know, I mean, I never did take it for granted. I remember being a little kid. And talking to my homeboys and when my pops used to come get me from school and they ain't had no fathers. And I used to be like, what the fuck? Like, it used to be like mind-boggling to me. Like, you know, I got mom, dukes, and pops at home when it was ceremonies, and I see only their moms coming, I got my whole family. It used to like really like baffle me. And then, you know, hit 16, 17, and uh, that situ- that unfortunate situation happened. And it's like, damn, you realize mom and pop, they human too, you know what I'm saying? And you're not exempt to nothing. You know no, what I'm saying? So that's, a, that's how I knew. Like, yeah, that was one of the things in life that that that, you know what I mean, really brought me to reality, like, yo, you know what I mean? You gotta do what you gotta do and make sure your people straight and then be prepared for the surprises. Because, you know, shit can change in a you know what I mean, in, in, in a matter of minutes. In yeah. An for, instant sure. for
0: sure, for sure, man. Like my parents never were together my my entire life, but they were great co parents, you know what I'm saying, throughout the mm-hmm. whole time. You gotta so. respect that. I spent my early years Lower East Side every weekend in Brooklyn without no fail. Whether my pops was doing right, locked up, I was with the fam. Like it didn't matter whether he was home or not. You know what I'm saying? I was I was there. So that that kind of happened. But like it's always these instances, and where I think like when cats like you and I have our father in our lives, and then we go whatever way we go. You know what I'm saying? It's so instrumental to have a man in a house because for sure, it's man. quick. For sure. it's that quick you can go left, man. Like You go outside, you see everybody having it, and you go from having it to not having it. That shit is a drastic change at 16, 17. Everybody's snapping on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got yeah the latest.
1: And you know how it is being raised in Brooklyn. That shit is, is critical. It's, 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 it's critical. They'll see your ass home crying, man. For sure, for sure. man.
0: Still to this day, yeah. man. Some of my homies, man. Like we, we got a different type of joking apart from the, the cats that I hang out with <laughs> now. Like it's a different For type sure. of type of joker, man. Yeah, but man. yeah, man, that, that's crazy, man. But um, I I wanted to get into um, the, a tree grows in Brooklyn, man. so how yeah. how I mean you you opened it up? How in the fuck do you get with big ghosts? Like you you said it yourself. Oh, yeah. How does how does that <laughs> that happen? Because you go from putting out some quality material. I had to dig back, you know what I'm saying, just yeah. to do my homework and see what you've done till then. And it's been good. But yeah. as you've noticed, it's been a lot of yeah. love now yeah. at this point when he's put his mm-hmm. arm around you, so to speak. So of how, how the fuck did you meet him? How did this this come to be?
1: So, um yeah, man. um Shout out to BG, man. Shout out to Big Ghost. Till this day, man. I'm just forever thankful, man. He just... He reached out, and um, he was watching for a minute. He was watching for a minute. He followed me on IG, and, you know, of course, probably through mutual people that we was working with before. But um, I did a verse. He hit, me out, he hit me up to do a verse on the posse cut for UFO Thieves uh, project, they, their project together, The Ghost of Ibiza. So um, I worked with um, Ghost before. He hit me up to do a joint with him and Remy, and it never got it never came out. So when he hit me up with this one, I was like, I got to make sure I go crazy on it. I got to make sure I go dumb. I got to make sure it's a verse that bring people back. So um, I really, I really, you know what I mean? consider myself to have went in on that verse for Phoebe and uh, it did, it served its purpose. Ghost hit me up and he was like, yo man, people keep hitting me about your verse. Or everybody like your verse, you know? And um, we just started talking and the bond kind of formed like since then because he he told me, you know, Maybe we should do some work in the future, but it wasn't like, yo, we're gonna lock in and do an album right then, and there, right then and there. So I was like, all right, cool. And um, every now and then we'll comment on each other posts, just support each other, just do this and do that. And he was like, yo, I want to send a beat pack your way, and it was history ever since. You know what I'm saying? And me and him grew a strong bond from doing that project. You know, that's the first project that I actually, in my life, took time off to build for a project. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah, normally, absolutely. Normally I'm just living. I'm just living and I'll go and I'll write my song simultaneously and boom, they'll come out. But it's like, all right, he got me the beats. I'm gonna take a whole year to live my life and go out there and just talk about everything that happened within that year. And that's exactly what's on that project. You know what I'm saying? And that was my first time ever doing it. And it came out, I was as I was as anxious as anybody can be. You know what I'm saying? This dude done dropped projects with Conway, Griselda, this, that, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? You damn right, you had a lot to live on. You know what I'm saying? Listen, listen, sweating bullets. So I was just real anxious about the project and hoping it was a short shot, and it fucking hit, man. Our vinyls and our different variants dropped. We had four different covers. They sold out in 35 minutes. People was hitting me back instantly as soon as the project dropped about which songs was their favorite, and I got a couple of, uh, yo, this is my album of the year, album of 2021, and then I got a couple... Yo, this is my best project that I ever heard with Big Ghosts, and that shit alone, you know what I'm saying, just made me feel good. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I was just like, all right, all right, cool. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta compare it to the other <laughs> Big Ghost projects. You enjoy it, cool. I'm good. I, it served its purpose. You know what I'm saying? So, boom. That's that's really how that came about.
0: Sure, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm familiar with his work. I'm not saying I listen to every single project. I'm not gonna get on here in, in front and fake jacks at all. Or whatever but like the, the people that i'm a, i'm aware of uh the ty ferris you have ty ferris on mm-hmm. here he has a pro Conway, yeah. you mentioned Rand. that's my bro they just dropped yeah. one you know what i mean like you had a lot of features on here ufo fev if i'm saying his name correctly yeah um, Thief, my bro Fev, my bad Vic spencer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sky Zoo, easy money mm-hmm. like you you got a lot of spitters i'm familiar with Vic spencer sky Zoo, and ty ferris so do you have a relationship with them prior to, to Big Ghost or is this just all something that just kind of came together for this project?
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. If you uh, if anybody search uh, the streaming platforms and look up my uh, first, like, album of Ruku, Ty Ferris is actually on that album. And um, ever since me and Ty Ferris started working, we've been locked in, you know what I mean? That's my sparring partner. That's my bro. I always know if I want a hard verse, it's a good verse. And then if I also want somebody to Give me a jump start and give me the energy to go hard on my verse. Shout out Ty Farrison, I know he got me. He actually just hit me like on IG just now too. Funny, but um, I knew Vic. You know what I'm saying. I knew Vic through Rim, and me and him started building. He did some work with Sean Price in the past, and you know I'm real good with the family, and um, that's how me and Vic got cool. And you know I did some work on Feeve uh, project before, but yeah, all of those people were handpicked. Big BG asked me if it was anybody I want to get on my posse cut. And all of those people were personally handpicked. You know what I'm saying? Well,
0: so you speak, you mentioned Vic Spencer and his uh, affiliation with Sean Price. So I've seen you like just as I was researching, I saw a lot of videos that had Duck down. What's your
1: affiliation with, with that team? Yeah, that's just, uh, that's just fam. That's just fam. You know what I mean? Shout out to the family over at duck down, Bernadette Price, my brother, Rem, you know what I'm saying? Um, they good, you know what I'm saying. When I first came in and I was just running around the city and doing my shows, you know that whole family just welcomed me in with open arms. And uh, I actually grew up right around the corner from Tech and Smith and we- uh, Tech from Smith and Wesson, so everything kind of just, you know, what I mean, just meshed. It was meant to happen, you know. Well, perfect.
0: That that leads me right into just some of my favorite tracks on "A Tree Grows in Brooklyn," and that that's one of the tracks in where it's called uh, for everybody that's listening. All wrong. Plus Bucktown featuring Rim. from the court.
1: No dermatologist when the doc is pulling blackheads like cleaning out your pores. Niggas acting like they bout it to go preaching to the law. Nowadays I'm bout my scratch. Over rain with the claw. Niggas go rope, bitch up, and end up in the death pool. Power moves, yeah, need a week, getting the 52. 52 hand blocks can cover you, dudes. It's a wreck. We forever go smuggling you. I got this shit all. Hey Big ghost with a,
0: uh, stretch a courtier, throwing three on every eighth, made rounds
1: scraping plates like Thanksgiving Day. No the pigs ran away, eight day duck and Jake, who on test Brooklyn, boys, make you pump your brakes. we bare arms on tank tops, the barrel bite as long as a tank top, we always get a shake in your best stop. Your rank drop thinking you competition, you talk like a politician. A lot of verb play, but the action, listen, I had to
0: grind. for are family, you're not vanity, don't play enemy, like a handyman with a hammer once again, it's Eddie came All Wrong, in Bucktown Salute featuring Rem. Dope, dope, dope joint. Shout out to, to Rem as well. Like, he, he's dope. Mm-hmm. I had, again, had no knowledge of what he did and, and his work, but I had mm-hmm. to follow him as well and, and start listening to yeah. this shit because he got one of them unique voices. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for hey, sure. you guys for sure. did the back-to-back thing, the, the uh, Jada Kiss and, and and Styles P for those. <laughs> in <laughs> the no thing man is that just yeah. what you guys do just from working together so much
1: um yeah yeah man we trying to we coming for that title i'm not even gonna lie you see how automatically off top the back and forth you just knew off all right kiss and style we coming for that title man and if and if possible sometime in the near future i would definitely love to uh, get like a battle <laughs> of some sort of, of Because we, go, we got enough of those. We cook up enough of those. That's me and Rim, man. We sit there and, and it just flows like water. And those two tracks are back and forth joint. Me and Rim have a whole album together where we have another back and forth, a video for it and everything. But it's just like, until this point in time, I can tell you and he can tell you himself. We did not sit down yet and really like, all right, bro, cook, all right, cook so up you said something. this, so you said, yeah, yeah. no, it just flows like water, you know what I'm saying? So, people are gonna get a lot of those, because me and Rim, we do those back and forth joints effortlessly,
0: for real. Yeah, one thing I like about that song, man, is like the beat, the beat change, and always when I'm listening to dudes from New York and just not being home enough, I need to feel like I'm home. I need to feel it. Mm-hmm. And y'all mm-hmm. y'all was spitting, I liked the the first beat, great, but then when he uh, swapped to the, uh, the buck yeah, Bucktown, Bucktown salute. Oh of it. man, it took, yeah, it took man. me back. So I was like, man, not only are you are you a rider and not only do you keep it current, but pay homage to the past. Of course, like you, you of really course. give it up for the past. And that that was one of the ones where you just got to be from Brooklyn and know, and, and or just be a fan, you know, of of Duck Down and, and just their lineage. I was just telling my man the other week that like, yo, Buckshot is just he don't get spoken about enough you know what i'm saying and shot the sharp yeah. prices yeah. and, and you mentioned yeah.
1: uh tech like it's just the whole duck down team yeah smith and wesson and all of that yeah man it, they were at the time you know and still to this day you know duck down was real slept on man it was they was i don't know if it was like a they was trying to put a the industry was trying to put a shade over them or something i don't know man but People was try. People always try to, you know, what I mean, forget about that part of history. But y'all can't, man. Duck down, boot camp, click, man. They was running crazy through Brooklyn. They, they, they set their stamp on many ma- major different ways. And and, it, and it, you look, it's we still here. We still here. It's still going. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just generations of this shit. You know, for sure. Sure.
0: Connie Hawking. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yo, t- tell, tell, give the people
0: a little bit of the the, the history and the background on, on Connie Hawk. Because I had to hear about him time and time again from my pops on what he would have been, what he should have been, and, and his story. Man, give us a little history on that record, because I, I just don't think people know. Yeah. Uh huh. Yo, listen. Talk
1: my shit real quick, say, man. Y'all must be you insane. insane yo, be check it. I'm a See my prophecy That I be where the prophets be And I get to the profit beat Question who is how this is me how this is how that money sound Turn a couple deals down I'm all about the purpose of this work And not no pills clown just listen. just listen, so many niggas try and fail Please believe me I'm just one of the new cats That make this look easy I had no choice nigga It's the boss of the block. Tired of pumping trees and or sand balls On a block still dodging the cops Cause really I ain't all the way clean, still in the hallways for the dreams, still potting the skin, shining the night like the infrared beam, all for the cream, cash rules everything, you know what I mean, sneaker more kicks than Bruce Lee versus Kareem, I'm probably in some P.E's like I play for a team. Yeah man, Connie Hawkins man, he was a uh, street ball legend man. Uh Best out Brooklyn, man. And he was like, he was like one of the ones, man. He was, he was a big superstar that was really supposed to be it. You know what I'm saying? And, um, he went through different issues, you know what I'm saying? A, a lot of turmoil and stuff. And he kind of got blackballed from the league and stuff and ended up, you know, I mean, he was, he ended up being a globetrotter, you know, and by the time he was able to get his flowers, it was a little too late, but we just basically had to, you know what I mean, do that. First of all, we did that for Best stop Brooklyn, man. Then we had to pay homage to Connie Hawkins, you know what I'm saying? Then at the same time, our stories is kind of simultaneously the same, you know what I'm saying? And um, that's what me and Ghost, you know, Ghost kind of painted that picture very vivid for me. And that's what we went through, it, went through with it. It was like, our stories are basically being like the underdogs that, you know what I mean? At some point in time, people will realize really did what it, you know what I mean? Really did what it do, you know what I'm saying? It'll be seen at some point in time. So, you know, we kind of feel like it was the same there. And um, I wanted to keep it real Brooklyn with the Connie Hawkins idea. And um, yeah, man, it just, it just stuck, man. It just stuck. It just stuck. I uh, I appreciate Ghost for that. I can't take full on credit for that. You know what I'm saying? He brought the the name up. Like, I know the history of Connie Hawkins and everything, but the record was finished and we was like, yo, what are we going to call it? And then when we was talking about it and all of that shit, he was the one who was like, "Yo, you know, y'all starving is a kind of really similar. I don't I don't consider myself an underdog. I just consider myself working." You know what I'm saying? So for somebody, it would take for somebody to be on the outside looking in and tell me, "Yo, man, you slept on, bro." You know what I'm saying? Like you should be here or you were supposed to be here already or that. So hearing that from BG, I was like, "You know what? It's a go. It's a go." Work. I
0: think it's consistency though Like you know what I'm saying Like if people say People are slept on You 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 could be slept on But I think the ultimate goal From from people like you And other people That, that we interview You know it, I think it's just The love for the music And to want to be able To make a living Doing what you love to do And as long mm-hmm. as you do that mm-hmm. I don't think most Most people that's on this This couch And interview with us that, That's really what they care about Is to be able to make a living And, and do their thing yeah, for sure.
1: Um I was doing it before it was uh, you know, all right, the thing about it is I'm happy that I can make a, a living off of it today. But what I want people to know is this is passion, you know what I'm saying? I used to sit in the crib and put the spitballs in the uh the regular cassette tapes and record, you know what I'm saying, with a, with a, with the broken headphones as my microphone piece just for fun. You know what I'm saying? It was just something natural. If I if I if I wouldn't have never, if I wouldn't have never clicked with my music, I would always probably still record just because it's like my getaway in life. Like, I don't care. I'll probably, if I wouldn't have never, you know what I mean, started buzzing, I'll probably be 50, 60 somewhere with a recording studio in a basement, an old man that'll, you know what I mean, have any up and coming artists want to come through. That's the type of, I just love hip hop and, and music in general so much, man, that it's like, it's the icing on the cake to actually make a living off of it, you know? And I'm blessed. I got a whole family at home, so people know I'm not doing this for... And I I don't care. I ring, I wear my ring and my Viz and all that shit. I ain't doing this for no hoes. I ain't doing this for no bottles. I ain't doing this for nothing, none of that shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing this for the love of hip-hop, and I'm doing this because I know there's people out there in the world that can hear my story, and, and, and it can change lives, and it can motivate them because I didn't have nobody to motivate me. It wasn't always, you know what I mean? I didn't always have people to motivate me. I want to be the person to always, when they pop in them headphones, I always give them some shit that'll make them feel like, you know what, fuck that. Kane did it when ain't nobody was, you know what I mean? I'm going to do it too. And that's all I'm good with. That's all I'm good with. So I'm happy that I can make a living with it. And I'm so blessed about it. And I really appreciate it. But I'm going to do this shit forever, regardless, you know? I love hey, it the that cons- much,
0: The bro. consistency is paying off. and I, And I tell people all the time, man, like, I've I've been away from Brooklyn for twenty years. Military moved, all these different type of places. But the one it's like a few things that that kind of determine whether people are gonna rock with you. They may not rock with you right out the gate. You gotta put in that work. Mm-hmm. You gotta put in that pain. It's, it's not of necessarily course. given to you. Everybody the people closest to you might not rock with your music. They wanna see the finished product, and then you you can't even be a hater when that happens and they start to show love. That's a fact because that's a fact. Yo, I wanna see what what you do at the end of the day, I want to see if you keep yeah. at it when nobody else yeah. is listening. Do you still continue mm-hmm. to go right? Do you still continue to go better, get better, live life? Do you take on a second job or whatever else you do in the street? Whatever you got to do to make it happen, do you still make it happen and have that that love for it at the end of the day? That's and I a think fact. people can tell how you rapping. You took a whole year off. Who does that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who who mm-hmm. does that? Takes that chance yeah. on themselves. To really yeah. lock in. You know what I mean? And I think that, as you said, BG was watching you. Mm-hmm. People people watch and see mm-hmm. how you move through adversity, not getting all the love, but still putting mm-hmm. out quality content. The people will find no out. The people will find no out. Fortunately, I found you as far as, you know, the big ghost yes, affiliation. Sir. But, but, hey, man, it, it took time for you to, to get to that point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Of and, course. It's a of billion course. rappers out there. You can't blame me. I'm mm-hmm. from Brooklyn. I try. I try.
1: No, that's try a fact, but- man. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I say I'm so blessed and I'm so fortunate to be here today because it's like, you know what I mean? I'm just doing what I do and I'm just telling my story, man. So for Big Ghost to, you know what I mean, handpick me like the, like the you know what I mean, it's out the machine and, and want to be the one to work with me, man, I'm honored, you know what I'm saying? For you to stumble upon me and want to have me on your podcast, I'm honored, you know what I'm saying? Because I could take you outside right now we can take this podcast outside right now and I could walk past a, tons of people and be like, yo, kick something for me. And they're going to rap. Kick something for me. They gonna rap. That's how much people are out here doing it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just very fortunate and blessed, man. And I'm, a, and I, and I'm not taking none of it for granted. I'm going to keep working hard. I'm going to keep working hard and I'm going to work harder once I, you know, find my niche and work hard. You know, that's all. just hard work.
0: Next joint I want to talk about. Next joint I want to talk about. Free Lunch with Sky Zoo.
1: Product of December, praises to my agenda Wade in the water signals The essence of sharing knowledge like Henny Gallons. The theme music travel with me like I'm Jimmy Fallon From a city that walk upon you while you sit in traffic I'm just here to counter it like there you have it Fuck with us for real One of the only cats that kept up with them PPP loan niggas I see it in your face, you niggas faker than Joan Rivers It ain't hard to stop niggas, I be making plays like Doc Rivers Honestly, fuck anybody that's not with us This ghetto shit, I went from school to school doing free lunch PSA then and back to fucking the streets up Outside in the sun, getting cooked like a crack ass Walking through the hood, starting trouble with crack ass. Came a
0: long way. Nowadays we just dodge fans. Clean money, dirty money. Fuck it. It's all brand. Used to hit 28... That's Eddie Kane, Free Lunch, featuring Sky Zoo. As, as you say, he was on the, short, the uh, short list of who you wanted on here, but spoke about people hitting you up like, yo, this is my personal album of the year. Sky Zoo is another one that has the people on Twitter, the people on Instagram, the people that, that really know he gets busy and how long he been getting busy, you know, cloud from the cloud nine days with ninth wonder all the way up until now, like how he has arguably album of the year. How important was it for you to like really push your pen with certain features? Cause I know when certain guys get on there, you, you know, it's time to get busy. How I, I was it having him on?
1: You know, the thing about uh, me and sky that, uh, when me and him work, I don't, I don't really feel like, you know what I'm saying? That it's, it's that type of, that type of energy to where it's like, yo, I gotta go hard. Cause I know he gonna go hard. It's like me and Ty just like, I mean, me, me and uh Ty, Ty Ferris probably talk about me. Salute to Ty Ferris. <laughs> me and Scott, <Sky, laughs> me and Scott, shit just flow, shit just flow like water. And, uh, me and him, we did the song, um, Avion flew in the past. and. That was a sure shot. I went out there and I actually got to meet him and kick it with him. We did the video, real calm cat from the same streets as us, you know what I'm saying? So uh, when it came to that feature, I already knew, like I heard the beat and when I got him the beat, I was just hoping he just felt the same feeling that I feel to just talk, talk, talk your talk about the Brooklyn streets, you know what I'm saying? We don't even, it don't gotta be such a, you know what I mean, verbal warfare. Let's just, tell these people about our area. And that's exactly what he did. You know what I'm saying? And he sent the verse back and I got to talk in my verse. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I stamped it as free lunch. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we was them kids, you know, running around. I, I ran from school to school. You know what I'm saying? First uh, summer days, making yourself so hot and you, then you hungry and moms and pops is at work. You know what I'm saying? And you outside ripping and running the streets and the schools is open to give out the free lunch soon as I heard that beat, that dum, 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 it just took me back to that time. So I couldn't have found no better person to get on that beat than Sky, you know what I'm saying? And everything just clicked with that. That's probably my like my favorite record on the project. Yeah. For sure. Shout,
0: shout out to Sky. He said he was coming on the pod. His management hit us. Yeah, man. But he Let's got movies this, now. Sky, He's in movies and ahead, TV man. shows now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's a, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand. I understand you, you, yeah. you ducked We're us working. with Sky. We gonna hit you up again. Try to get you on, man, yeah. because that he, he's one of my uh, my yeah. favorite cats from Brooklyn, man, that I feel like he gets the love bet- between us and people that know. But I, I feel like when I hit when I hit other people off, it like, yo, go listen to him. It's like, yo, who is like they? It's like they're hearing him for the first time. And I, I hear that far too often. And I hate that for somebody that that nice. You know what I'm saying? But I, I want to. Yeah, um, go ahead, yeah I
1: really appreciate Scott, man. Yeah, I, I was just saying, I really app- appreciate Scott, And um, he's another name that I always saw, like, up there on the come up. So anytime I get an opportunity to work with him, I'm on it. And he know, man, just send anything my way. I got him hands down. And it's vice versa. It always been there since I met him. So salute to Sky Zoo, man.
0: Right. Super nice. Super versatile. Never, never changed who he was at the core. Yeah. you Never. From, that's from my Brooklyn. guy, man. Yeah. You,
1: you seen some shit. Got but- his core following. Got his core supporters. I honor that shit, yo.
0: Yeah, he made he made dope music being him, and even though you' from the hood, exactly. like, that's where I was like, yo, it's a lane for cats that get talk that shit and just speak them vivid pictures from their point that's, of view, from about. not necessarily being in the shit, but they people being in the shit. There's, we got plenty of people that we know that this man with the college, but he can he can get right back with us and yeah. move, yeah. you know, diligently. So I, I, that's I definitely. See skies, that kind of guy. But the, one of the last tracks I wanted to get into, and, and there's a lot of dope tracks on here, so we we can't talk about them all. But the reason why I want to get into this is because, like, I I'm I'm a guy for flow and range and what you what you can do. Yes, you can ball my head off, but can you can you switch it up? Can you make some songs for me that 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 resonate? So get getting over it was one of those joints, you know what I mean? Where you had the double time flow. And you doing a few references, like what was like you channeling? Because for me, it was like the nigga what, nigga who type, you know what I'm saying? Things yeah. where you even referenced some of, some of that yeah, in there sure. too as well. So well, how important is just switching up the flow of the, the record was for you making this project?
1: So that's what I wanted to do to be uh, different. I'm always, I always in some way want to show my versatility when it come to, you know what I mean, my albums. And once I got that beat, I just felt like, this is it. This is it. And this is the perfect time. Let me do it on a big Ghost album so people can know off the rip. If anybody here, Eddie Kane, don't expect a, a one-track flow or just, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm doing it all. I'm, I'm rapping how I want to rap. I'm not following nobody's rule book This is how I'm doing it. And um believe it or not, it's a lot of runner-ups but uh nigga what nigga who is like my favorite jay-z song ever you know what i'm saying and it's a lot of runner-ups man you know what i mean we brooklyn babies we know every jay-z song ever but uh nigga what nigga who is definitely my favorite record so uh when i had the opportunity i i wanted to channel that you know what i'm saying and um you know, y'all didn't want to act, look, that's, come on, man. Like, that's, that's, that's fire. That's my shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I still bump that song daily, you know? So I always knew in the back of my mind, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this on one of these records. And getting over it was just the one. And I just made sure I wanted to show my versatility, if anything, on this Big Ghost Project. I could have gave people straight bars, but I wanted to give them everything, you know? Everything, everything in one.
0: Yeah, that, that's one of the ones that, that stuck out for me what is your personal favorite song off this entire project? Or, I mean, you could pick a few songs, but what are, what are the ones that, that you rock with the most?
1: Okay. All right. So, uh, the most meaningful song, like the most meaningful song to me is probably, uh, can't look back the first one, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I was blessed, uh, for my family to make it out that fire. You know, it just happened last year. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that one, when I hear that, it touched me the most. The intro, just, just hearing the saxophone on, the, uh, on a jazz intro tip, that shit just touched me. But um, yeah, Free Lunch is probably my, fav- my, most, my favorite song, my favorite record on the album. Every time that joint hit me, I, I love the whole album, you know what I'm saying? But I, I know what I was going for when, the, when it came to these records. Remember, Big Go sent me the pack. I had the beats a while ago. This is what I didn't mention also. The Sky Zoo feature was damn near after the project was wrapped up, you know? So Sky, like, what's up? I got a 16 for you. So I had to hit Ghost again. Like, yo, Ghost, send me another pack. Let me pick my best one. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm going to do that for the Sky Zoo feature. And that's how I got to pick it, just listening to those beats. And once I got to the, listening to the beats he gave me, then I got to that. Doom, 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 I closed my eyes. I was drunk. I closed my eyes, and uh, I just saw my childhood, man. I just saw me running up and down the streets. I saw free lunch. So I was like, "Yo, this is the one. This is the one." So I went. That that record was that that record was like crazy. That's that's it. That's my favorite one. I, I would love for to say it was uh, East Flatbush or I Got Em, but those were records that I I knew I was you know what I mean, trying to make. I knew I wanted to make one of those records where it's like an East Flatbush, you know, a Flatbush, West Indian type vibe. You know, I knew what I was going for, but Free, free Lunch kind of like took me, you know? So that's why it touched me more. I can definitely
0: see see that. Uh, yeah, that, the opener, man, Can't Look Back was just, yeah, it, it hooks yeah. you in. Hooks you in from the very beginning and it's it's nothing overly, how can, how can I say it? It's It's not overly produced. It's just, you know, you telling your story and just giving us a nice opener. And me and my man Prez, we always talk about that. Like, if you can't catch us from that, with so much music that people that really listen to music consume, it's kind of hard for to keep people, you know? Yeah, Every time you indeed, put something out, it's your, it's your first time to somebody. You know what I mean? So you can't mail it in, especially on them intros. But that that was a special yeah. intro. And then, you know, again, like I said... The very first lines you were saying, you mentioned where you was from. Then I was like, oh, shit. He actually spitting. And he from the same block? Grew up on the yeah. Right, let me give, yeah, Let me give him a further listen. And then the rest is history. So, you know, we've been deep diving your catalog ever since.
1: Yeah, no doubt, man. I appreciate it. I grew up listening to albums from the, you know what I mean? The 90s golden era of hip hop where introduction was an introduction. You feel what I'm saying? So I feel like when I give you an album, First of all, I gotta give you—you know—I mean? I gotta tell you, I gotta—I gotta tell you why you're here, and I gotta tell you who you're listening to. I gotta tell you who you're dealing with. I gotta bring you into my life. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I always try to go with on my intros. Because when I used to steal my brother's CD books and all that shit, I used to sit. It used to be like you know, you sitting through audio movies where you could just sit there and close your eyes and you could just go for a ride. You know, and a lot of these artists today, you know, I'm not afraid to say it. You listen to these artists' music, and it's like you don't really get like. You get, you, feel, you get a playlist now. Yeah. You get a playlist. Of what they, get think, what they think. Album they think they want al- you to hit. What, yeah, what they like think just, is hot, just, but
0: not who you are. Who who you?
1: Who are you? Yeah, I need to buy yeah. into you. You know what I mean? So that's what I tried to give them, you know? And that's why I also did the skits. Because I grew up listening to albums that had some good skits in between the records. And, you know, we got skits and excerpts with other beats and all of that stuff. I got that from the Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Just listening to that stuff through my listening through my brother's CD books. I just tried to give them everything in one. Just tried to, you know, since I'm working with Big Ghost, since I know I'm gonna have uh, some more people looking at me, let me just give them everything. Give them. Uh, this was just my whole life and my whole and that whole year, just everything put into one album, you know. And um, it's happy that I'm happy that it, you know, what I mean, it's coming back exactly as what it is because it's all honesty, honestly, like honestly. Well,
0: it's definitely an audio story um it, it came across how, how you how you wanted it to come across, but you know I know it's super, super soon and it's only been out for a couple of weeks, man but yeah mentally, how are you preparing for the next follow-up to all this love you know <laughs> what I mean who are you going to work with you know what what's in your plans if you can mm-hmm. even speak speak to that
1: yeah, I can speak on it uh plenty of producers have been reaching out and um I can do uh, another project with a set producer, but what I feel would be dope right now is you have the album, you know what I mean, with me and Big Ghost as a team. I feel like my next project should be um, mixed production. So what I'm doing doing is right now I'm just getting packs and just listening to beats from, you know, all of the up-and-coming underground producers and the producers that's in my circle. And... um, I'm going to just pick the best joints and I'm going to just get the work. I'm back on my honesty vibe. I'm not going to, uh, get, I'm not taking no year off. I'm not doing that anymore. You know what I'm saying? I also feel like I have to, you know, show my consistency as well. I don't want to give people no, I'm not giving people no half ass music. So I'm not saying I'm, uh, going to be dropping like this, 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 no, but I am going to try to be a little more consistent with it. And, um, I'm trying to line things up for probably like February, March to give people my next project. And it's just going to be, some 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 dope beats from a bunch of producers, you know what I'm saying and uh some good features I already got some people that I was talking to I got some people that want to send some verses in so you know you're gonna hear some dope collabs and you can just expect me to keep spitting my truth I can just only spit my truth man and people can take it how they want to take it you know either y'all gonna love it the same way I love the tree grows or either you're gonna be like I right, can I'm gonna listen to you next time but this ain't my... it is what it is, but I know I'm giving y'all honesty I ain't sitting in. There writing no bullshit and that's what makes me feel good at the end of the day that I know that I ain't going in the booth just saying the first thing that come to my head and all of that I'm sitting here giving people my life so they gotta really take it how it come you know
0: Bucket list features who, who are some yeah. of your bucket list features or just some features that's, that are within your grasp right now that you would like to speak into
1: existence on a, a, a future project yeah uh so um, I know I ain't gonna get my whole verse for this project, but I'm gonna get my J verse. I'm definitely gonna get a J verse. I know that already. Um, I want to work with Ghosts. I want to work with Ghostface. I want to work with uh. I want to work with Kanye on a production tip. I want Kanye to put, put I want to you know what I mean get Kanye on I want to Kanye beat I want to take it back to that I want to work with Kanye uh it's plenty' it's, it's a lot of artists Man, I want to work I, I want to work with Rick Ross, you know what I'm saying and that's just because you know what I mean this not so much about who rick ross is like i don't care about you know what i mean the personal life rick ross worked hard as a motherfucker and i honor his pen game you know what i mean his pen game is elite people can say what they want about the brother personal like that's him if you, you know what i mean but people can't say nothing about the fact that boy know how to write a good joint so i would definitely like to work with ross you know what i'm saying and um that's kind of really it man that's one thing that i like about myself man i got i got you know, what I mean, certain people that I really honor, but I honor their careers and I honor the way these people move in the industry. You know what I'm saying? It's not even so much like who I really want to work with. I know I want to work with Hope. I want to work with Ghost. I want to work with Ross, but my I just want to get, I want to get to where they can see me and I want to see who want to work with me. You know what I'm saying? Like no cocky shit, no bullshit, but you know, it's it's, it's nobody, I want people to, you know, fuck with your boy, you know what I'm saying? I already fuck with all of these artists and I'm quite sure they would know if they reached out to me that I'll give them a verse with no problem, but I want to see who fucks with me, you know what I'm saying? Well,
0: yeah, That I mean, that makes, that makes sense. That makes sense that the people come to you versus, or let it be like a, a mutual thing, like something that just happens. Natural, natural, natural. natural. Yeah, natural. yeah,
1: I don't want my people to contact their people and try to get, no, nah, if I just so happen to get that far in, to where I come across these guys and we build good genuine relationships, then yeah, man, throw me a sixteen. But I'm I don't I'm not gonna be in the game doing the yo. Can I please get a brevet? Nah, we ain't going that route, man. We living our lives right here. We talking what we talking, and we cool like that.
0: So being away, man, for me, I I see want to see if you agree or, or what you what you think. So here's my thing, right? So being away from from New York and Brooklyn, uh, so many years, and just coming to visit, you know, it's it's, it's it was hard to, to rep. Probably after 05. Because like our, our artists outside of legacy, legacy artists, yeah, you got the guys from New York that was consistent. I mean, you just had Locks and Dipset. They did their thing as far as the verses. You got Jay, you got Nas, you got uh, Ghost Ray. I mean, you got the consistency of those those type of guys. But I'm just saying, like new, new people coming from New York, it, it wasn't a whole lot of people really bubbling up to the point of nope. superstardom. So nope. do you do you ever Along the lines Along those lines Do you ever felt like Oh I gotta bring New York back Or Was it one of those things To where I just gotta make Dope ass music And that's gonna bring New York back Cause I've had arguments With my boys till Forever like yo I mean This dope artist in New York It's just not The light not being shined And you know New York don't support New York Even you know radio Or whatever yeah. you wanna say But yeah. Do you feel like the quality is what's gonna bring or put New York back on a a, a, a forefront in terms of the people that's doing it because we've we probably interviewed like three people from New York this year that nobody knew about. They listened to them like these people are dope. You know what yeah. I mean? But I just don't feel like, I feel like it's yeah. getting there. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. people are doing their thing, but it's not resonating
1: outside of the tri-state area. How do, how do you feel about that? Right. Uh. I just basically like, you know, um, I never want I'm never going to be that artist to be, I don't want to claim the city. Like, I don't want to be, you know what I mean? I don't want to be this, be that, but um, I'm definitely trying to stay consistent with the vibes, you know what I'm saying? And I definitely want to, I'm gonna keep my music all New York City, all oriented. So if it just so happens to spread, you know what I'm saying? And people will consider me the one to bring New York back for the game, I will be on it. But my whole goal is, to Just talk my shit for the city, you know what I'm saying? Like you see, you know what I mean, my logos kid like I'm a home team type dude, you know what I'm saying? So if I could take New York City, if I could take Best out Brooklyn, if I could take Quincy Street all over the world, then that's my plan. But you know what I'm saying? Like, hell yeah, I'm gonna just stay consistent. It is what it is. I'm not going up against nobody up there, you know what I mean if you if you feel you could bring the city back, do it. If you feel you could bring the city back, do it. <laughs> but I'm over here doing me. And if it's just so happy that I bring the city back. Then it, it is what it is. But I ain't gonna stop and I'ma always be a home team rapper
0: for sure. Sure, I could appreciate that answer. Just do the work, do the work. That's that's what I was saying. Let would the say work speak. do the work, do the work. And then mm-hmm. people, if people don't crown a classic, you know, the people crown a classic. You can't yeah. say your shit is a yeah, classic. You can't, you can't do know that.
1: You can't do it. Yeah. So yeah. it's one
0: of those things. So I I'll, I'll ask the obvious though. So before we, we, uh you know, let you roll out, man, I'll ask the obvious and a few other uh, questions so we can get to know you a little bit more. You got the Knicks logo. Is it the Knicks or the Nets? It's
1: the Knicks, man. Always the Knicks. I want to explain, though. You know what I'm saying? I remember when they was... uh. First of all, you know what I mean? The Nets from Jersey, man. I remember when they was building the <laughs> ball play and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like... You know what I mean? I got, I got. I'm a, I'm a loyal dude. I'm a loyal dude, you know and I mean, I'm blowing orange to the core. And I actually live like 10, 15 minutes from the ball place, But you know what I mean? We just got here. I'm always still repping Brooklyn too. This is home, of course. But when it comes to this basketball shit, it's Knicks forever, man. It's always going to be Knicks forever. And then, and then, still looking at Brooklyn today, I appreciate KD. I appreciate James Harden. I appreciate Kyra, But look, man, like, are y'all here to stay? Like. You know what I'm saying? Which, like it's it's it don't popular feel, right now to be it don't feel it, I don't feel I'm not the lying it don't it don't I don't I don't I just did a vid in front of the Barclay and it's like shit like you know what I'm saying? All right, this is lit, you know what I'm saying? But it still don't feel like, you know what I mean? Yo, these guys right here, we got KD, we got you. It's just I don't know, man. I'm I'm in New York, man. I'm keeping it all in New York for life, man. I hope we keep the Barclay, man. That shit felt like it was, it felt like this shit could be here today and tomorrow. <laughs> I'm looking back at this shit like, this looking like a building, man. Like, I don't know what they gonna do with this shit. Well, but it is what it is, man. Blue and short, sure. baby.
0: Like I said, I got love, I got love for them for being in Brooklyn and for them, you know, for having the team there. But I, I, I just think, man, yeah. I'm a glutton for punishment, man. I love the Knicks, man. And I, it is what it is. It is
1: what it is. It is what it is. Whoa. outside
0: of outside of rap man who are you listening to
1: um, um see honestly uh let me tell you I go on title and I click the hip hop singles and I just be letting it rip sometimes and um that's how I do I'm not really listening to nobody like you know what i mean no like person in particular but I am a fan of who's really who got the new album releases i click and I look at title and I'd be clicking, man. i click that shit. When I got some time, i listen to anybody's album, you know what I mean? As long as it's, you know what I mean, where I can see it. So I just, I give everything a shot. I give it, I feel like at the same time, it's, it's, I feel like when I'm in album mode, it's not good to, you know, listen to so much other music. I kind of shut down when I'm in album mode. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to, you know what I mean, watch anything like that. But when I'm not, that's when I feel like I got to see. All right, my radar's going. What the hell is going on around me? Who's doing what? Who's saying what? Who's moving right now? So I go on a real serious research search when I'm not doing albums. So I listen to everybody, bro.
0: I could re- I could respect it. I could respect it, man. So last question before we let you out of here, man. Top five Brooklyn MCs. All right,
1: boom, big Sean Price, Jay Z, Fabulous, Big Daddy Kane. My top five. Damn, he had had those on deck, man. No hesitation. Yeah, got to. (laughs) Got to keep the clip full, man. These guys right here. Now, I I know everybody, if people hear that, there's a lot of arguments, a lot of names that they would throw out. I love everybody, every Brooklyn artist I paid attention to and studied. But these five guys are if you can put all these five guys in one, well, they all have a part of me. They all made Eddie Kane. I listen to a track. It's a track or more from every one of these people that changed my life and made me who I am today. So that's why I consider those five guys.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that's Eddie Kane. A tree grows in Brooklyn with big ghosts. <laughs> out now in stores. Go go check yes, out sir. the merch. Where can they find a the merch? Where can they find you? uh just let the people know a little bit with your social media man before we let you out of here
1: all right so uh my social media my twitter and my ig is at underscore eddie Kane. you know what i'm saying and i'm uh i'm still making my transition i'm fresh out you know i got the uh website popping uh eddie com. but as far as the merch you can order the merch directly through dms i'm gonna i'm you know i mean get it to where you can order straight off the site but y'all gotta give me some time with that if y'all want to order some pieces i got everything on the page and y'all could just hit me in a dm but eddiecane.com always updated and at underscore eddiecane on instagram and twitter that's where your boy is at and the work is consistent so follow me there and stay stay in tune
0: make sure make sure y'all check it out man and, and again once again man before i leave man shout out to my man prez he couldn't make it he is safe. He Absolute is good. Price. So all, all is good, man. He'll be back in a couple episodes once he's able to kind of recollect and, and and get back to back to business, man. But this is episode one thirty five on Cash, aka Exec P. You know, spread love is the Brooklyn way. I will leave y'all with that.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ain't nobody call a check on me Had to see the building burn on live So many niggas say they family I can't even understand why Niggas bro you looking in